Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We're not talking about fish that swim. We're talking about fish that jam. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! It's been so long. I know. How has your summer been? Not, our <laughs> summer, my summer's good. I I've had a summer vacation, sort of, kind of not, but sort of. Um, it's been good. I went to Washington State, as you know. But mm-hmm. for anyone listening who ha- who doesn't already listen to Mike and Vani, cannot because I did talk extensively. But I am gonna repeat myself a couple times. Sorry, because seriously so intense but went back to washington state to see my family um took the kids with we flew which was a little How was stressful that? it you was did that fine. airline right yes we found this like really inexpensive airline which you know it's like oh let's save money on an airline i don't know if that's a good idea or not but we did it and it was actually great it was really you know it is one of those things where you pay for every single little detail um right. And I know that you had an experience with Southwest. I have never flown Southwest because I know there's things about Southwest too. Um, but it wasn't you. You got to you paid to pick your spot, so I paid. So we were all together. But my thing is, if I got an airplane and I had two kids, I'm like, you can sit by my kids. I don't want to sit by my kids. Right? You're like, someone wants to do this. Yeah, you guys, can not be me. In charge of this. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. Uh, but no, we went up. We spent some time in Washington. We also did like a little extra family trip to Idaho. In mm. it's it was Kellogg, Idaho, technically near Coeur d'Alene, and we went and did a lot of we we spent a day or two in Silver Mountain, which is like it's a pretty rad spot. Um, but I don't know if you. Listen- I feel like I'm gonna talk about that no, a little oh, later. I'm excited. But no, nope. so, uh, it's a Sawtooth Mountain. Never mind. Oh, Sawtooth. Well, it Silver is Idaho. Mountain was it where, is Idaho. No way. Oh, I'm so excited. We both have yeah. stories about Idaho. This is crazy. Uh, so yeah, so we spent a couple of days there. We got to do like this indoor water park that was insane for the kids. They loved it. I, you would be so proud of me, Evren. Honestly, like, all right, tell me. I went with my daughter, as you know her super. Well. You're like her best friend, which is really cute. <laughs> but like, you know her so well. You know how active she is, and if she wants to do something, how. Actually, how if either of my kids want to do something, how 
intense they are. So I <laughs> I walked around with her for four hours, up and down hills, going down water slides. I did it. I did it. Nice. I know. Usually, you guys, I'm such a fucking pussy when it comes to that stuff. I'm like, I don't know. I'll just sit here and read. But I was like, no, I need to do this. So You're I did like, it. My seven-year-old daughter yeah. can do this. I can do this. Oh, yeah. And she's like, one more time. And then my son, you know, he couldn't go down certain rides, but I had to be on my lap. It was intense. And then there was wow. there was like one of those scary ones where you, you start in. So it's this huge. I mean, like it's the size of a football field and it's got all these water park stuff inside. But one of the things is you go all the way up to the top and then you get on a raft, like a circular raft. And then you're in this massive tunnel that goes outside the building and like oh. loop, it doesn't loop de loop, but practically, guys, it practically loop de loops. So you didn't go upside down with your no. three year old on your lap. No, but he <laughs> loved it so much. And you know, my partner who is very uh, courageous on all things, he was like, you know what, just go because they had gone a couple times, and I was right. like, uh, you know, I hate the dark. I'm such a, I don't like the dark. You know that. I I, I I'm freaked out. I'm just such. I have such a wonderful imagination. That's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to spin it. But anyways, I love that. I think that's a perfect way to spin it. We live through it. But I found a fun rom crimey ish type story to tell you later that I found in the local newspaper there. I'm so excited about this yeah, because so I'll tell you about I that. also went on a summer vacation. Yes. I was calling it my family reunion road show because <laughs> my husband and I drove from LA. Yes. We took a nice, like kind of pretty leisurely. I would say the longest we did was a seven hour day. And Dang. we took three d- we took three days to drive to Buffalo, Wyoming. Oh my gosh. And like in my brain, I thought Buffalo, Wyoming was like, you know, I'd heard of it, which meant to me, you know, it's like I've heard of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Yeah. I've heard of Cheyenne, because that's the capital and I'd like to think I know most capitals. Not all. Certain <laughs> I don't know all. Um, but Buffalo, Wyoming, I was like, that sounds familiar. But then I think maybe I was just thinking of that song Home on the Range, where like the Buffalo Rome. Or there's Buffalo, because, New York, too. Or maybe I was thinking of Buffalo, New York, because I did live in New York for most of my life. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we're like driving through the most beautiful but it's hot, as you know, everyone. You were in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, I hope the sweet fires weren't Jesus. an issue for you because it was. my word. I mean, yeah. even in even in Wyoming, where there were, I don't believe there were any active fires burning. There were a couple of days where like the ash was heavy in the sky. Mm-hmm. And um, but the drive was beautiful. We went through um Zion National Park, which oh. is actually my second time, but the last time we went, it was winter, and this time it was summer. Ooh. And it's just one of those places that it's insane it's so beautiful that it's like you can't there aren't words for it so for people who enjoy outdoorsy things and if national parks are your thing i need to go see so many i've never been to yosemite i've never been to yellowstone but i've now been to uh, zion national park and bryce canyon national park twice so time to move on to something else but anyway so we're (laughs) slow we're slow rolling our way to wyoming and we're in Wyoming where there's a nothing, right? Yeah. So we enter Wyoming. I hadn't peed since we left the hotel that morning. This was our long day. And I ca- and we stopped once, but I was okay. And it was very crowded. And, you know, everyone's like, variants, variants. And I'm like, I don't need to go. So I'm not going to go into this gas station that has a line outside the I'm front door. I'm impressed with you, Av. Because if anybody out there doesn't know, Av has a small bladder. And I get it. I do too. But you even have maybe a smaller one than I. So yeah. I know you but pee Av- all the time. Av is also not, um, she's not too big to pee on the side of the highway. Like, I don't have a problem with that. But I'm like, if right. I have to go, I have to go. Yeah. But we're in, we're in Wyoming and there's, Vanya, there's nothing. Yeah. 
And it's so pretty, but also like, there's nothing here. Like there's no towns, there's no gas stations, there's no- It's scary. There's no nothing. So I'm attempting to get Wi-Fi, which is very, or not Wi-Fi, sorry, cell service, which is spotty. But my husband and I are getting a real kick out of like Googling. Like I Googled how many people live in Buffalo, Wyoming. Uh, 4,372. And I was like, no, no joking. And I was like, wait, or I, I made up the second part. It's 4,000 something. Wait, I don't know can I tell you part. a fun fact about me? Yes. I used to spend my summers in Buffalo, Wyoming. Get the fuck out. No. Doing what? Well, my, my cousins live there. And so my parents... Do be- they still live there? No, they don't. Not oh. anymore. They, they moved when they were about, I want to say like 11. They moved to New Mexico. Um, but no, I used to spend... I spent like at least three summers up there. Um, you know, it was, I was of age. I was must have been older than eight or so where you feel comfortable leaving your kids somewhere for three weeks or whatever. But I had right. so much fun. I rode horses. I got tons of mosquito bites. I'm, I saw I mean, stars. So that's a fun fact. I didn't know you were going to Buffalo. That's so I weird. Didn't, apparently, I didn't either. I think that James had been confused and he thought we were going to Casper. Mm, yeah, that's what you and, said. And, you know, Casper's like an hour and a half away from Buffalo. But it was so funny, Vanya. So I'm like Googling it and I'm like, Buffalo has no, nobody lives in Buffalo. There's 4,000 people here. I I don't visit small towns often. I'm super stoked. And then we're just Googling all the stuff about Wyoming. And I learned how it's like the least populated state in the U.S. Like it has four cities and it's one of the largest states, like by the, I don't know if square footage is the right word. To how use, many electoral but. votes do they have? I don't know. I didn't look that up. I just wonder. But I, I would say we should look it up. But anyway, um, so it's the least populated state in the country, but it's also one of the largest. But it does have four whole cities with populations larger than 20,000. I was like, you're kidding me. It only has four cities in the whole state that have more than 20,000 people. Um, and it was wonderful and beautiful. And it was great to see his family. It was like a reunion on his mom's side of the family to celebrate his grandmother's 89th birthday. And it was great to be with all of them. They're very musical. So, you know, I dig that. Ooh. I'm like, you guys want me to sing? Don't make me sing. <laughs> Don't make me sing. Um, but what I was going to say is that you had texted me a couple of things about how you'd found this like local crime. And yeah. I was getting the worst there was no Wi-Fi in the Airbnb, which I kind of loved, but I also only had cell service like if I was sitting in a certain place in the room. And because I was at a reunion with 40 people, it, you know, would have been rude to just like sit in my bedroom with the door shut in a corner. <laughs> so I got your text, but then I like couldn't text you back. Finally could text you. I didn't. Anyway, I felt so disconnected. So I can't wait to hear the story because I read the little you sent me a picture of the newspaper. Yeah. So I can't wait to hear it. And then I I have something that's not really a rom crime, but like let's say if being an asshole was a crime, yeah. then I have a rom crime for you. Oh, I'm excited. But I can't wait to hear yours. I know I feel like I have so many more things I could tell you about my summer vacation. Yeah. Cause it was Wyoming, Colorado, Arizona. Big family reunion, Wyoming, small family reunion. I my husband and I finally got to meet our niece Juniper. <gasps> amazing and so cute. And then James went back to L.A. to get back to work, but I flew to Arizona for my cousin Lindsay's baby shower, which was also wonderful. Saw, you know, cousins and aunts and uncles, and it was great. But anyway, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to see your face. I'm happy to be back, too. We missed you. It was like, I seriously was getting a little weepy at being, you know, when you're used to seeing somebody every single day, I'm just like this. I don't like it. I don't like change. It's weird. Yeah. And I'm terrible as any of anyone who knows me is. I'm really bad at long distance relationships. I am, too. It's like... It's like if you're not right there, and it's not that I don't 
that I want to be that way. I just kind of am. Like no, it's I like know. whatever's in front of me is what I focus on. And I, I need to work on that. I I, I'm the same way. You know, I am also not a great like FaceTime is good. I could do FaceTime, but like I'm I just am not a good phone person. So there was a year same. where my husband and I we did long distance for an entire year. And s- actually that's not true. It was about 6 months, but it was hard and it was like I was like I don't know if it's going to work. By the way, side note, August we are celebrating our 18 year anniversary. Get the hell I out. know. That's amazing. I know. We got married really young, and I will share a picture on our Facebook. You guys are going to laugh because I, uh, not, I, I look, I, I've aged for sure, but he looks like a child, and I kind of feel like guilty for being so attracted to like a young boy because he was like 19. <laughs> You're like, I got it. I got the hots for this 19 year old. I know, but I love Well, him. I think I've I'll like seen, I've, I've always <laughs> seen, I've seen your wedding pictures, and you guys are both babies yeah. and both so unbelievably beautiful. So don't feel bad about well, it. You should also sweet, be attracted yeah. to yourself. You I know? mean, like, you know, the hotness I'm, I'm happy to be alive. I'm, I was one of those people who got married and then like sweated. No one, I had nobody to tell me or I, I should have gotten a wedding consultant or whatever but I like sweated my makeup off a- after like 30 minutes and never reapplied so all my pictures I mean now I look back and I'm like oh I was fine I shouldn't have been so hard on myself but like I, you know if it was me now I would have someone like do my makeup Kim Kardashian style and like spray paint it so it didn't come off the entire time <laughs> uh, no but we had a and lot and have fun. somebody like touch you up throughout Ex- the a day a touch up a goddamn touch up anybody anybody yeah. in my family could have been like hey maybe put some under eye concealer on but it's fine it's fine I love myself and I I want to love myself in front of my kids so they don't think that they need anything extra to love themselves. Okay, so enough of uh, my insecurities. No, um, I lo- I miss you. I, I would we could just talk. <sighs> I guess we should wait after we stop recording, then we can fully catch up. Together. Yeah, but we'll, we'll finish the episode and then we'll just do a debrief of our trips. I know because, like I said, I had no cell service, yeah. no Wi Fi, so I have not been able to keep up with uh, Mike and Vanya. Can't not. So I don't know anything. About oh your trip. God! Oh, I have so much. Well, seriously, if anybody, um, any of our rom criminals want to listen or hear more of our just summers, we are happy to share that with you guys too. Maybe in a different post. But okay, so mm-hmm. we're in. So we're in Silver Mountain. We're staying at this like lodge, which, by the way, and this is something I mentioned, but like the food. No offense. Kellogg, Idaho or Silver Mountain, whatever. But yo, there was like no vegetables. It was all brown stuff and beige. There was like fries and fried stuff. And I was like, you know, listen, I am, I eat my fair share of things. But there was at some point I was like, (laughs) I got to get a something green in my body. I need a juice. You can't even do that. So that was just a sign. So we're staying, it's a cute, it's a cute lodge. And honestly, it reminded me like a miniature version of, of Whistler up in Canada. It's really cute because it's also a mountain where people snowboard and, and note, uh, they have the longest gondola ride in North America that I got on. Avrin, I got on it and I definitely almost had a panic attack. I, by the way, I am quite, uh, you, probably know do you this. get motion sickness i don't get motion sickness i get i am extremely claustrophobic okay so, so if i don't yeah if i don't think it. i can escape i listen i'd rather be on a, a chairlift like with just air and it, it could be like an hour long You're like i can jump off this exactly thing I, I might break to. my legs but i'll i'll get out you know but yeah oh my was, god i once watched this movie that that scary. was the whole premise is people get stuck on a chairlift it like breaks down or whatever, but it's at the end of the day. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I remember you to, telling me about They this. have to get off of the, one of them jumps down to try to save them, breaks his leg and there are wolves. That's all I I'll have say. a whole, <laughs> I, I have already thought it out. 
I'm so sorry, guys. Welcome back. It's summer. We have summer brains still, but here, I have to tell the story. I have this whole thing worked out. If if for some reason it got stuck and everyone left, I would shimmy on up to the pole and then I would take like a sock or or like my coat and then I'd shimmy, like I'd slide down to the next long pole to the ground and then I'd shimmy down like an animal and then maybe get eaten by wolves. Okay. But anyway, so wow. <laughs> only if you had a broken leg, there it was, <laughs> it's so upsetting. Like he, his leg, like the bone is sticking out. It's like, he's not going anywhere. Oh, and the other two people God. are seriously like a hundred feet in the air watching their friend and boyfriend get eaten by wolves. It really stuck with me. It's that like an image that, you know, I, I love a good man versus animal. Yeah, movie, I'm into but it. that one, that one, it. I was like, Oh goodness gracious That's- me. You know what? A, a bone, seeing a bone is pretty intense. That's why we're not the murderers. Broken, yeah, we're the not broken murderers. leg. We don't want to see That's bones. right. The broken leg bothered me more than the wolves eating him. <laughs> like yeah. the look, the showing of the like bone jutting out. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's gross. That's gross. Okay, so. So if, you're in Kellogg? We're in Kellogg, but Sorry. here's my question. No, no, no. I, I love it. I love it. This actually just made me think of something. If someone gets away with a murder, is it even a murder? Yes, of course it is, right? Yes, of course. Okay, so here's my thing. I was sit, we were in the lobby, uh, and my little one, my oldest daughter, but she's seven, you know, is they they still have like the newspapers out, and and so she picked up the newspaper, which was the Shoshone. Oh, Times. and she can read, and she can read. I was like, oh dang, girl, you are a lot, because she was obsessed with it. Um, yeah, <gasps> oh, I think I've been rubbing off on her. Yeah. I don't even talk to your kids about murder or crime ever, oh, but she maybe loved just it. my spirit love of it is yes. passed to them. <laughs> it was the Shoshone News Press was the newspaper, and and it was and I'll and I'll send because I did take a picture of it because she wanted to take the newspaper to our room, but I'm like I don't think that's this kind of hotel, honey. We can't like take that newspaper with us, you know. Also, honey, you're seven. We can't keep reading about murder. I know. And then <laughs> even today, she was talking about it because I mentioned it to you earlier today when we saw each other, and she's like, "Oh, the guy who died." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. I I really, but it was fascinating <laughs> to me." Okay, so. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to say the name because it was so recent. And well, I'm just going to go. I'll say his name. So just, I'm like Kellogg, Idaho. Yeah. If, no, we're so sorry if we have any listeners from there. We're, we're not trying to blow up your spot. But tell us the story. Bob. Well, I think it's interesting because I'm I'm from Columbia region, whatever, where there is the Columbia River and lots of people die there. Lot, there are currents. People have no idea. You got to. I grew up respecting the hell out of the river and, you know, you don't really go in that river and swim unless it's like a swimming area without a life jacket. You really don't. Oh, I, okay. I've, so and like hardcore currents. Hardcore and currents. And it's also where I grew up, it was where they did like the boat races with the hydroplanes. I mean, it was a, it's oh. a big ass river. It's huge. Right. Is it where the Green River Killer was putting people? Um, no, but that was just a couple hundred miles up north. But okay. that was the Green River. Yeah, but that's a different, it's a smaller river actually, but it's like, that area is very densely wooded. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. densely wooded. So this story is maybe a crime, maybe not, but it's still interesting because I think as I was reading it, and I just did research today on a little more of it, and I was like, Idaho, like Coeur d'Alene newspaper covered it, Spokane, um, Washington's paper covered it, the review or whatever. And it's very like, not a lot of details, like lackluster. But when you go to the local one, the Shoshone News Press, it's got opi- not opinions only, but it's like it, it seems like they know the people a little bit. Okay, so, so they're like, "This was no accident." I mean, they didn't. I don't say even know that, the story. but they added they added some interesting details that made me think 
that it needs to be investigated personally. So, okay, a, a couple goes out on the on a boat, on, on a boat in the river. It was right off of Coeur d'Alene River, so around there. And they, they, these guys, these, this couple were married for 18 years. This husband, he's 45 years old, and he they're both grandparents at this point. So they got married probably the same time I did. I was saying, you didn't you say you're having your 18? Yeah, year I'm having my 18 year. But you guys aren't 45 yet. We're not. So a little that's older. true. So maybe that. Yeah, but they also had babies like right away, and we waited a long, 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 long time. I'm like an elder mom. I'm an elder mother. Hello, oh, I can't. She had what the the doctors call a geriatric pregnancy. That's true and some bullshit, but whatever. And so I rude. Am, so rude. I've got the um energy level of a. I don't know, 18-year-old, I'm sure of it. I'm sure. Know. Maybe I'm just spastic or ADHD. It's it's oh. a mixture. So they go so okay, so they go out on the on the boat, on their boat. And apparently this guy, he like he liked his booze and he liked he liked fast cars. He liked to go up in the Silver Mountain area, all those and like, you know, ride his bikes that are motorized and he also loved his boat and he had a fast boat and he loved to drive fast. So one day him and his lady are out on the boat. And it's interesting in this, in the newspapers, in the Spokane review and the Idaho, whatever the Coeur d'Alene one, they don't mention that it's his wife. He's like, Kevin L. Walker was in a boat with a woman, but it was absolutely his wife. Cause I also read the obituary anyways. So, How he, weird. so, so as I understand from this, this article is he's, drunk and driving really, really fast. And he's scaring her. This is her story. He scares the shit out of her. So she pulls the keys out of the boat and throws them in the river. And apparently, it didn't say that in this one, but I read in a different, in the in the article that I like that has the more details, it didn't say, but the key did have a floaty. You know how they have those like little floaty bobby things right. or whatever? Right, so it wasn't like we're we're screwed forever. Exactly. Like we're never leaving this river. When I read the first article, I was like, oh my God, what idiots to jump in and try and find that. But it was floating. So she, no. so apparently he jumps in without a life jacket. She jumps in with a life jacket. But they're like fighting. You know, she's like, stop, slow down. She pulls the keys out, throws them. So they both jump in and she, they don't find the, they're, they don't find the key or they can't get to the key. And because the current is moving fast. And if anybody knows a fast cur- moving uh, river, it's oh, like, yeah. you can't, <laughs> I mean, it probably wasn't the greatest idea for her to throw that, but who knows? They did say it was like a domestic dispute. Like a, I don't know if there was violence, right. but who, listen, who knows? Maybe there was violence. We don't know. So she makes it to the shore with her and he's still looking and freaking out. And all of a sudden he's like screaming, crying for help. And apparently she takes off her life jacket and tries to throw it to him. And he goes under. Now, she waves down a boat, another boat passerby, and they stop and try to help. The marine uh, detectives or the marine investigators are called in. Sonar team is called in searching for this body. They don't find a body for like over 48 hours. So wait a minute. She was able to swim to shore? Yeah, she was able to. She had a life jacket on, but she was able to swim to shore. And maybe she wasn't drunk off her ass. And maybe, maybe here's the thing. It could be one but thing. But like they were within swimming distance to shore. Yeah. So they weren't like in the middle of a huge river. Exactly. With like no land in sight. Absolutely. Okay. So, wow. 48 hours to find him? If, if not more. I think it was a little over that. And it's kind of crazy because they have these things. They're called sonar teams. And they like, it puts out sonar waves to try and find big blocks of, things and people but they, he was found right in the area uh his okay. body and so that's what my daughter likes to say a body was found in the Coeur d'Alene river i'm like amelia shut up <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> so anyways so here's my thing this is 
it was it was deemed well. Here's the thing: the autopsy report never came out. I looked everywhere, but the, there was an investigation, and nothing has come out. But I did read the obituary, um, and it's it kind of seems, and I don't want to be an a hole here, but that he didn't really care for his wife, and she didn't really care for him. So my thought is. Is this like the most awesome airtight alibi ever there was for her? Or is it was it just an accident? I mean, it wasn't really an accident. He jumped in. She threw the keys well, in there. I was going to say, like, it's interesting because my question would be whether or not, like, did she commit a perfect murder? Because That's you what say, I'm thinking, yeah. When you say, like, her, she has an airtight alibi, technically not really because they were – it was just the two of them. There's Precisely. no witness to, like, corroborate her story, if you will. And technically, since she threw the keys in the water, I guess if people, if cops wanted to, I mean, it might be a hard sell if they couldn't yeah. really prove foul play in other, any other way. But like she could maybe be charged with like negligent homicide for like right. doing yeah. something reckless that resulted, you know, it's like I think. Knowing he think, was that drunk. Right. And then also like letting and like having him jump in the water without a life jacket on after she's the one that threw the keys in the water. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's that's murky. a hard one though. If he's it, wasted. Yeah. And who knows? I, maybe she got rid of an abuser for years. I'm kidding. That's yeah. that's that's a big allegation for me to say. But so yeah, not an air, not an airtight alibi, but like the perfect murder kind of thing. Right. Like no way to disprove her story. Yeah. And maybe everybody was like, well, he we knew he was going to go some way. Like, it, like that guy was rude. So well, oopsies. they seem like it, it, you know. It no, it never said he was rude. He was a loving grandfather and father, I guess. But that's what you know they say in the newspaper. But maybe he wasn't the best. I don't know. Also, like, I mean, when you think about being out on your nice boat in the middle of a pretty river and you're having a day and you're having some like beers or you're, you know, drinking some wine coolers on your boat, like how how wasted or mean do you have to be to go so fast to like terrify right somebody? and you're 45 years old i i you know what i this i'm not proud of this story and i'm so sorry my brother but <laughs> my brother when he first started driving he was 16 i'm a year and a half two years older than him and he was driving crazily and so i remember big gulps this was back when we were oh, really big young. Gulps. Yeah, I yeah. threw my entire big gulp on him because he wouldn't stop i was like let me out of the car you're freaking me out so you know, people do crazy things. I meant to right, do it, throw, though. He did yeah, stop he and I walked the rest of the way home because he was scaring me. I was like, I think he was trying to scare me or maybe he was just a really bad driver. I don't know. I just, I love that you threw your full big gulp, like yeah. 32 ounces of Mountain Dew yeah. all over. Oh, he was so mad. Like I don't everything. think he's ever been more mad at me in my life. You know, I've never, it was pretty bad. That was, but I was really, truly, really scared. Okay. Yeah. And people, re, apparently people throw things when they're scared. Like, like keys. <laughs> Or 32-ounce big gulps. <laughs> okay, now you tell me your story. What what, okay. what came so to as, your <laughs> As I mentioned, my story is really just – it's, it's actually something that you oh, shared with me. Oh, yeah. And so it, it's not – like I said, oh, this is only a crime if being an asshole was a, a criminal offense, which it's not. Sometimes I think it should be. Mm -hmm. But then also we'd, we would all be thrown in jail at some point in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a kind of a great story about three women – who are having this incredible road trip summer and how that came to be. So the women in the story, that's Abby Roberts, Becca King, and Morgan Taylor. And is that, and they, is that currently it just happened or is it like from the past? No, I think they're like in the middle of this road trip. <gasps> oh. Like from the time I read an article in the Washington Post, which I think came out in like the last week or so, it said that presently 
they were in Bozeman, Montana. Amazing. Which was not far from Buffalo, Wyoming. It was like the <laughs> yeah. next, there was like Casper heading back into Wyoming and then Bozeman, I think, in Montana. So these women began a friendship last December. So uh, Morgan Tabor, who had been dating her boyfriend on and off for years, but at the time this all happened, they were in a decidedly exclusive relationship. It's the holidays. And she just starts getting like that feeling, which I mean, I know that you got married very young. So I don't know if you have too much experience with being cheated on. I got married at 34. So I dated a lot of people before that. And I definitely do have experience with it. And that uneasy feeling, it it is always there, like when it's happening, like you just something's wrong. Yeah. So she not only noticed several like text messages from female names coming through, not like she was reading his phone, but like, you know, you're sitting next to someone and it's clearly like a woman's name is popping up. And then she also saw like all these flirty comments on like his social media on Instagram, stuff like that. So she decides she's just going to click on one of the girls who left a flirty comment on his Instagram. And when she clicks on this girl's profile, she is completely shocked because almost every single photo on the profile is of this girl and the man who she, who Morgan believed was her boyfriend, what? her serious exclusive boyfriend who she'd been dating on and off for years. Ew. So Morgan messages this girl and on Instagram and she the other girl is also stunned. So they start digging a little bit deeper and then they find another girl named Abby Roberts who is clearly thinking that this is her boyfriend on Instagram <laughs> too. So Morgan contacts Abby and Abby can't believe it because her boyfriend had just spent the night the night before, had left that morning, kissed her goodbye and said he was going to Boise, Idaho to visit his family, which is, I guess, where he lived and also maybe where Morgan lived. Um, So she's like, what? Like, we've been dating since, you know, like for months now. He was just at my house last night. And so the girls are FaceTiming each other at this point, right? So they they get in touch with each other on Instagram. Then they FaceTime each other. And Abby is explaining to Morgan. She's like, this doesn't make any sense. I mean, I believe you, but this doesn't make any sense. Like, he was just here last night. He left this morning. And as they're on the phone, the boyfriend shows up at Morgan's house. Oh like, the girl God. who figured it out first knocks on the door. So Morgan, holding her phone in her hand, goes to the door, opens it, and she says, hey, look here, I've made some new friends, and turns the phone around, and there's Abby. And his face apparently just, like, instantly drops, and then he's trying to tell them, you know, like, you know, I didn't understand that we were exclusive, like, and both girls are like, we call bullshit on that. Yeah. Like, we were exclusive, and he's like, I'm going to change my ways, I promise, like, I, I'll never hurt you guys again, and they're like, we don't buy this bullshit. And so they're like, get out of here. So after their now ex-boyfriend has left, the two women decide that they're like, you know what? If there's three of us so far that we've found, I bet there's more. And they keep up their social media deep dive. And that's where they discover six other women who believe they're in a relationship what? with this guy. Oh, my God. I did not read the article. Holy crap. That uh -huh. is insane. And it's wild, right? And so one of those women is uh, a girl named Becca King. And Becca... Um, says that she's shocked when she finds out because literally like right after he left Morgan's house after being busted with Morgan on the phone with Abby um, he was texting Becca being like can we do dinner tonight and all this stuff and then 
as this is all happening simultaneously, these women are reaching out being like, hey, is this your boyfriend? Because he's also my boyfriend and Whoa. her boyfriend and this girl's boyfriend. And so they're all unbelievably upset because not only were they dating this guy, but per the three women in the article that I read, he had had conversations conversations with each of them about like their future, like planning for the long term. And one thing that I love about these women is that they decided in this article, they never share. That's why I just keep referring to him as the boyfriend. They never share his name. The goal Whoa. of them sharing their story was not to publicly shame him or hurt his reputation well, or that's cancel too bad. him. I mean, I know, right? We're know. like, what's his name? Um, but they didn't want to cancel him. They wanted to share this story because of what they actually got as a result, okay. which is a really cool friendship. So Morgan, Abby, and Becca all coped with their breakups by texting and FaceTiming each other all the time for months. In January, the three women got together and they kind of, you know, like processed the trauma, like the shared trauma they'd been through with this guy being such a terrible bad boyfriend liar. They also realized that they had way more in common than just a boyfriend. They were all very, you know, like gregarious, smart, fun, adventurous women and one of the things that they started talking about on this weekend together was that the boyfriend had told each of them separately, you know, whilst dating them, that his dream, his dream was to buy a VW bus and just travel across the U.S. in it, which also sounds like my husband's dream. <laughs> um, and I know that people say that living well is the best revenge, but I'm going to go a step further and say living someone else's like dream Ooh. is even better revenge. So as they're kind of telling the same version of his story that they all heard to each other. They're like, we could do that. So the three women who I guess, I don't remember exactly what all their jobs were, but they were able to like take, you know, it's, it's a fucking pandemic. They can just work remotely. Yeah, they could just probably, take the summer. Depending on what they um, do. Yeah. So they, they decide that they are going to live out his like fantasy summer vacation Amazing. and they buy a bus together it's not a vw bus it's like a school bus which oh, also my, my my husband owned two school buses and drove around the country which is why i know this is also his dream um chasing fish across the country oh. <laughs> you guys can just picture him can't you everyone now knows what my husband looks like yeah and we're not like, talking about fish that swim we're talking about fish that jam no, the band. yeah so, like, my husband had two separate school buses that he and all of his friends <laughs> followed fish around the United States of America in the years of 1997, 1998. And I feel like everyone who doesn't know him personally can like visualize him now. I love it. He's everything that you, you're thinking, but also so hot. He Just know really that. is. He's beautiful. He's a very, very you, you, beautiful You did man. a good job. Good job. Thank you. But anyway, <laughs> so they decide to buy this bus and then they gut renovate it to turn it into like the best camper ever. So they took out the seats and the flooring. They painted the ceiling. They put a new floor, siding, insulation. They built bunk beds into the bus so and cool. they built a roof deck on top of it. What? Yeah. So the woman, um, Abby, Becca, and Morgan took off in mid-June where they headed to Sawtooth Mountain in Idaho. Okay. Then they went on to Jackson, Wyoming and into the Grand Teton National Park. Um, at the time of this article, as I mentioned, they were in Bozeman, Montana. And what they do is they just go to campgrounds where you can park campers and whatever the hell you got. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they park their giant renovated school bus wherever they choose to stop. And their goal is to end up on a beach in California sometime this fall. 
Now, if this story sounds at all interesting to you, because one of one of the things I actually really liked about it was like, what a dick. This yeah. guy's such a dick. But they are that's not the point. I that's know, not actually why right. they wanted to share the story. And so I am going to start following this. Rom crime is going to start. I might start personally as well. But they <laughs> have an Instagram page called the BAM bus for their initials. Becca, Abby, and Morgan, B-A-M, the BAM bus. And they're documenting their entire trip. I love it. And that. if if anybody um, if uh, Abby, Becca, or Morgan, or anybody that knows them or is following them is listening to this podcast right now, please let these ladies know yes. that when they end up on a beach in California to DM Rom Crime and Vanya and I will go sit and hang out with them. Yeah, we'll bring right? them some beautiful uh, food we'll bring and them drinks. Some, some, some California yumminess and we will hang out with them by the water. I, I just love think, that, Avrin. I That's just think a good like, idea. what a cool story. So yeah. yeah, if anybody out there is following them, knows them, or if any of you ladies from our story are listening, hit us up on the Instagram and we'll come meet you at the beach in the fall. Yay! It's and almost fall. We're in August, everybody. It's happening. I and know. guess what? It is so nice here in fall. And it can be warm here until, honestly, like January. I'm I'm nervous because it's been a hot summer here. So I know. And it's. I remember the first time I visited, not the first time, but the time I visited LA before, right before we moved here was October. You had just yeah. had Calvin in September. Oh, yeah, that's right. And... We were here for my cousin's wedding, the same cousin whose baby shower I just Yay. went to. Um, everything just keeps progressing. You know, life evolves and happens, guys. <laughs> no matter how hot it is outside, it <laughs> finds a way. No, but um, it was October and it was 100 degrees. Yeah. And coming from New York where, you know, it's certainly... October's cold. The, the seasons aren't like, you know the same all the time and things switch on a dime, but it wasn't a hundred degrees. No, it was starting true. to feel like fall where I yeah. came from. And I just remember being like, what is happening? Yeah, it's it's intense. But, uh, but you know what? It is, I really like it. I was reading somewhere that uh, LA is easy. It's, what is it? It's easy to love, but it's hard to live here. But I don't know if yeah. that's true. I mean, they, that could be true. Of a lot of places. Yeah. A lot of places yeah. though, there are places that like, probably where I came from where it's easy to live but it's hard to love kind of thing you know oh yeah you know I feel like there's probably more places that you can describe that way yeah. than easy to love hard to live where it's like the places that are easy to love they're hard to live because everybody wants to live there I know and you know that's the thing brings back to you know uh you're driving to Buffalo earlier is you know I I think I'm a city girl I like getting out into the nature into nature and you know, being one with my thoughts and all that. But I really like, I'm comforted by having people around me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just am. Well, I'm with you. I know I'm a city girl. I feel like I've known that for most of my, like from the time I was 16, where I was like, I'm get, breaking out of this podunk Kansas town, <laughs> which wasn't even a podunk town now that I've been to Buffalo, Wyoming with a population of 4,000 people. Yeah, yeah. I lived in like a relatively large suburb of an actual major city, yeah. which is Kansas City, Missouri, but it felt like such a small town. Yeah. Um. And now I'm with you. I know I'm a city girl. I really appreciate the beauty and the quiet. But I also think part of why I found Buffalo so charming is because I was constantly with 40 people in a, like a big family yeah. reunion. So it didn't feel like I was all alone in the middle of nowhere with very few people. Yeah. I want to tell one hilarious story tell though, me. about Buffalo tell because me. I know we're going to catch up after the podcast, but I feel like people will appreciate this. So my husband turned 42 on July 13th. And as a joke, 
His sister made every one of us in his immediate family a trucker hat with this really embarrassing photo of him that she screen grabbed when they were um, FaceTiming one day. <laughs> and it's like he's in a robe, his hair sticking straight up, and he's kind of like leaning over, like almost like he was holding the phone like the way our parents hold phones. Oh, like, God. Underneath <laughs> you. So it's like a really, I mean, it's not, it's not like it's an ugly picture, but it's an embarrassing picture. And she made trucker hat with that photo on it for each one of us and the one night we were there for eight nights right the one night we decide the cousins like everyone our age we're going to go out to the only bar in wyoming so we walk into this bar and it's exactly how you think it's going to be when you walk into a bar on a thursday night in a small town where everyone's like what who the fuck are these people (laughs) but also it's a small town vibe so people are friendly but they're also like kind of curious so we walk in Immediately, the two girls sitting at the end of the bar by the door are talking to my sister-in-law, asking questions like, what are you guys doing here? And then a, the girl's like, well, how many how many girls are here with you? And it was four of us. And she was like, well, get over here, ladies. We're going to do a shot. So immediately, like, these two girls buy us a, a round of shots. Wow. And we're like, wow, that's friendly. I bought a vodka soda. It was I had a 20. And the bartender was like, that'll be $3. And I was oh, like, oh, my excuse me and she was like three dollars i didn't even know what to do so i gave her the 20 and i was like i guess just 10 back <laughs> you're so sweet <laughs> no but i was like, like oh three dollars but anyway they kept trying to get us because they're being super friendly there's like people taking up large tables but it was two people and so they're trying to get us to sit but we're all talking we're making friends with the locals i'm throwing money at the bartender because <laughs> yeah. i'm a bartender and i'm like take care of us yeah. i'll give you 40 bucks right now and you just well apparently we'll do an open bar situation <laughs> Um, so my brother-in-law, they're like, no, get everyone to move, get everyone to move. And he's like, oh, sorry, I'm not the one you got to talk to. And they're like, what do you mean? And he's just kind of being, you know, like the relationship between siblings is always fun. He's like, well, I'm not the one in charge. You got to talk to the rock star over there. And they're like, huh? And he points to James, my husband. (laughs) And they literally, they took him literally that he was a rock star. And then there were three of us wearing hats. With, with his James's picture, picture on so it, which funny. Oh my God. somehow, like, even though it's the silliest, most ridiculous picture, I think it like legitimized it. It, it legitimized <laughs> the the story that my brother in law wasn't even trying to tell. So all of a sudden, there everyone, every, like people in this bar, are coming up to James, being like, "Hey, man, who you play with? It's so cool that you're in town." Like he's he doesn't know what's going on, and then he, <laughs> we finally figure out that Evan had called him a rock star, and that because of our hats, people believed it. And it was amazing. And you know what, though? If somebody so gave him a guitar, he would be able to throw down. I mean, that's true. He could have been like, I'm not in anything, but I can show you what a talented musician I he am. He really is. That's yeah. a great story. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I also, I went ziplining. This is so good. Oh, my God. You went ziplining? Yeah. But and I'm not afraid of And your legs like are still so. here. Because remember, are still here. We, we talked yeah. about the guy whose legs. Well, actually, that was from Tiger King. Where he oh, lost his right. legs. Remember the guy with yeah. the fake legs? From it yes. was a zip landing accident, guys. Oh, oh Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Hi, me. Okay. <laughs> well, we the, love you guys. Yes, we've clearly so missed. Fun. We're so we happy missed to be just back. chatting uh, this stuff out. Yes. We will be back weekly. Oh, yes, weekly um, now. Uh, now yep, that the summer our summertime over. fun is over. Yep. We're gonna not I mean it's 
it's always fun to do these, but our our easy summer vibe. Yeah, is, uh, we're going into work fall vibe. And so you we'll guys, be back weekly. We have a little. We have a treat for you, and I don't even know if I want to give anything away. But next week's episode is gonna hopefully knock your sacks off, or at least That's be right. like, "Ooh, look at these girls doing something interesting." Look at look at them. Like, let's just say this: revamping. We're diving deeper into our niche. Boom. No further clues. Talk to you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Wrong crime. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. If you did like it, please rate, review, and subscribe to Rom Crime on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can follow Rom Crime on all social platforms and send us messages for things you'd like us to cover in the future. You could also email us at romcrimepodcast at gmail. Join us for bonus content exclusively on Patreon. We'll see you Friday for another Rom Crime with Avern and Vanya. Produced, directed, researched, and edited by us.